Welcome to Aquarian Diary, where we discuss issues around the emerging age of Aquarius. I'm your host, John Irving. Thank you for joining me. Greetings all, it is July 13th, 2022. I apologize for some of the poor audio quality here, but I simply do not have time to re-record a bunch of this stuff, so I'm putting it out as is. I need more time. Now, first of all, I have to say something I'm not really in the mood to say, but I have to say it, which is that I took a little heat for being so derisive towards certain movements and people and political figures. And I think anybody who is paying attention to what's been happening in the world these last few years, you know, should be alarmed, as are many competent, prominent academics, scholars, journalists, commentators. The world was on the precipice of fascistic and authoritarian movements in many countries, most notably the United States of America, which faced a violent attempt to overthrow a democratically elected government and effectively install an authoritarian, if not fascistic, regime. The Republican Party openly cavorting with the likes of Viktor Orban is another dramatic example. Canada had a similar incident by an unruly mob. A whole generation of people were basically destroyed fighting a similar trend in the Second World War. They put their lives on the line to prevent fascism from taking over the earth. And we learned subsequently about all the brutal and terrific things that occurred during that time in Germany and elsewhere. And so it cannot be overstated how dark that path can be. At this point in time, we also have a global environmental crisis that will affect countless generations for centuries, if not millennia. And the action needed to address that is being blocked by vested corporate interests who do not want to have to take environmental factors into consideration when they are producing and selling their products. So going down these kinds of paths will have extremely dire and profoundly negative implications for billions of people. And stating that doing so would be stupid or idiotic is simply the truth. In fact, not pointing out the insanity of our current trajectory, if one is aware of it, would be grossly negligent and irresponsible. Now, if me stating that triggers someone then they need to look at why that offends them. But I and many others are effectively saying the same thing. I'm not alone. And nowhere in any credible spiritual doctrine that isn't a cult that I'm aware of does it state that we should not use critical thinking or that we should just park our brains. And it is very clear that when you are dealing with criminal thugs, or those who willfully enable them, 
that you cannot simply just coddle them or ignore them. <laughs> There's a psychopathy involved in this. And it is naive to think that you can just ignore them and they will go away magically on their own. History very clearly illustrates the opposite. Now, I don't have time to get into long and detailed arguments and explanations about this. As far as I'm concerned, I'm just stating facts. If people don't like the facts, that's their problem. They are free to not listen to me. Not many people do actually listen to me, so it's not really that big of a deal. But for me, I have a lot of really important stuff that I want to talk about, and it takes me a long time to produce these segments, so I don't have time to argue about what is real and what isn't with people. I'm not going to spend tons of time defending what is obviously real. So I need to make that clear. The most remarkable thing about certain people, whether it's Trump or Ted Cruz or Lindsey Graham, is not so much that they exist. If they simply existed, like, who cares? It's the fact that millions of people endorse them. It's just, it's just mind-boggling. And also the fact that we allow certain news organizations to spew dangerous conspiracy theories, lies, and propaganda on a daily basis that profoundly influences people in ways that are dangerous. The point is, is that our complacency and coddling of this kind of behavior and these kinds of people has allowed us to get this close to the precipice. I am not the only one who feels that the authorities, the Democrats in the case of the United States, should have taken a much more aggressive posture towards this kind of stuff years ago. But they maintained this kind of squishy middle position and things have gotten to the point where armed radical extremists and conspiracy theorists literally tried to install a fascist regime and overthrow a democratically elected government by force. I mean, how much more dramatic and obvious can it get? People are free to believe whatever they want to believe or maintain whatever ideology they want to believe as long as they do not try and impose it upon other people or harm other people or take away their freedoms. That is it. And finally, just because I disagree with you or that we disagree, or even if I think your ideology or worldview is ridiculous, it doesn't mean I hate you. Even if I think someone is acting stupidly, which many people are clearly, it's not the same thing as me hating them. It may be infuriating, and it may be scary, and it may even be a threat. It doesn't mean I hate them. I don't know why people are so attached to ide ideas are just ideas. Beliefs are just beliefs, but for some people, their ideological beliefs are very real more real than reality itself. I don't quite understand that myself, but that's a whole other subject.
Now, I want to get to what's really important, and I'm a little upset right now that I have to even, that I had to even address this, what I've been talking about, because I have something I want to talk about that is vastly more important. Bottom line is, if people don't like what I say, just go elsewhere. Don't listen to me. I'm not going to change my opinion about what I, what I and most other credible thinkers in the world right now perceive. They're just facts. <laughs> they don't shoot the messengers. I have no intention of repeating what I have just discussed. To me, it is stating the obvious, and I don't feel like I should have to do that. Anyway, on to what's really important. So what's been coming up, you know, I also, okay, now I'm moving away from all that stuff, okay? I have to shift gears. I, I am hesitant to discuss my personal life too much just because I'm just not super comfortable doing that and I'm not 100% sure it matters. But some context is important here because what I want to talk about is I want to talk about clearing karma. Like, and this is extremely important. I see strong energy here. I have had a very dramatic life in many regards. And I went through a period, I had a period of phenomenal success. And then I went through a period that I would only describe as very, very dark and challenging. And I, I wouldn't actually wish it on anyone. No, I was not a crack addict or something like that. And no, I did not live on the streets. It's, it's not probably what you're thinking. But for me, it was extremely challenging. After some time, because it was all quite shocking, and it took me some time <laughs> to reorient, I spent a lot of time in very deep spiritual practice and meditation and contemplation and reflection. And to me, it all, it felt like I was being limited. Now, why am I being limited? I was always asking myself when I was doing prayers and meditations and rituals and things to try and clear whatever it was that was limiting me. And it felt really unfair because it didn't make logical sense to me. I could not, for the life of me, figure out what I had done to deserve what I was experiencing. Nothing could justify it that I could think of. Not even close. In fact, there had been many occasions where I had made great personal sacrifices for others. And so at times I was angry about that. I felt like, um, I felt like I had a wet blanket over me or something like that like this kind of heaviness. And I, even other people, because I consulted some friends and so forth who were very psychic, and they would say similar things, like, yeah, there's, you're being, there's something blocking you. And of course, muggles have no idea what you're talking about, and so you don't even bother talking about it. They just think there's something wrong with you. Very frustrating. Well, long story short, after years and years of this, I kind of came to the conclusion that it was karmic. Not that I hadn't considered it many times. 
I had. I just wasn't sure. In fact, when I complained about my circumstances, which I did quite frequently, <laughs> Spirit would say, John, you chose to do this. They didn't really specify what I chose to do, but they kept saying to me, you chose this. I had probably consciously agreed to come in and incarnate into this life and experience those things because I, I wanted to clear karma. And this is stuff that, you know, I'm not fully aware of. It's past life stuff. It could be from way distant past lives. I have read and absorbed from sources like Dolores Cannon that as we are making this shift into the new age, that one of the prerequisites is that we clear karma. And so maybe I said, okay, I'm going to go and incarnate and I'm going to clear a lot of karma very quickly, which is, which can be very challenging. And I'm sure a lot of other people are experiencing this as well. Like if you're wondering, why has, has this happened to me? Why does that happen to me? Why do I feel blocked or limited? What I'm suggesting is, is that it may be karmic. And don't be ashamed about that because there is not a single person on this planet who has not either had karma or has karma from past activities in other lifetimes. That is normal, right? In fact, you know, once when I was, uh, I got initiated into a yogic practice, Kriya Yoga, and one of the options for mantras, and you could only choose one at this point, was one that would clear your karma. But it came with a caveat, which is, is that if you do this mantra, you may experience a lot of really difficult and challenging things because that's part of how you clear the karma. It has to be experienced. I chose something else. Can you guess? People can spend many lifetimes to clear karma. So, <laughs> clearing karma is pretty much never, you know, easy. I mean, yes, to some extent, by taking positive actions and doing good things for others can assist. But ultimately, the whole point of it is to, you have to kind of experience what what you have caused others to experience so that you know what that feels like so that you won't do it again and you'll also be able to help other people who are facing the same situation in their lives if at some point, let's say, you become a teacher. So again, I am hesitant to share too many personal things here because I am effectively talking to strangers. And there's more to the story I may never share publicly. And one of my spiritual teachers has said that we have to be careful about sharing peak experiences because other people's thought forms about what we experienced can impact them and undermine them. But I have been guided in my spiritual practice to get into this and to share it. Now, what I experienced recently, I had this awareness that I have cleared my karma which is, you know, which is, is an amazing thing. I'm very grateful for that, mind you. I, I did a lot of work, a lot of work, and went through a lot of things, a lot of challenging things to do that. And then the, as soon as I realized that, the next awareness I had was that, well, from here on in, I have free will to choose whatever I want to experience and when, whether or not I create more karma for myself. 
because that we have free will. So now I have to be very conscious and careful about what I do with this freedom because I don't want to create more karma. Now, I'm not a negatively oriented person. I have no desire to harm anyone or anything. And no, your beliefs are not you. And then the third thought that I had, so first I realized that I had cleared my karma, which is like a huge accomplishment. Probably if, if that's all I accomplish in this, in this lifetime, that's probably sufficient. The second realization was that I have to choose what I do with my freedom. And three is, the third thought I had was that, oh my God, I would love emotion. This makes me very emotional. The third thought I had was that I would love to be able to help other people do this. You know, I had an experience last year where I was working with somebody trying to assist them in dealing with some of this kind of stuff because I've, I've learned a lot about working with this energy and, and I was kind of asking spirit, you know, for guidance in this situation. And they said, well, John, you know, you've done the work. They haven't, you know, so, so people need to do the work themselves and you can't kind of, you know, it's that thing you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. But I have a lot of kind of knowledge or expertise, I guess, I've gathered over many years of working on this and dealing with it. And if there was a way for me to be able to help people who sincerely wanted to work on this, there may be a way for me to do it. I'm not 100% sure how. I have some ideas. And it, you know, I, I'm a quite disciplined person, so I'm very devoted to my spiritual practice. And I take it very seriously. And I'm also constantly kind of in a reflective state, trying to feel, think, and understand and perceive why I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing. So I, I maintain a lot of focus on this so that I can learn and move on. My objective is to, to learn, move on. It also helps if you just try and be a good person just using basic common sense. You know, like if I'm walking down the street and I see a piece of garbage on the sidewalk, I pick it up. I don't wait for somebody else to do something. The neighbors were away for a few days. They didn't, they didn't mention this to me. I noticed their garden needed watering. I just watered it. I didn't ask. I, I wasn't told. I just, it's just little things, you know, about, I don't try and deceive others or lie to others or manipulate others. I don't want from others what they wouldn't want for themselves. You know, these are really basic sort of simple things. So I think it's about maintaining a high level degree of integrity, dedication, focus, concentration. Again, sincerity is really important. Grace plays a big role for sure. But I think grace is offered to those who are sincere and have a true heart and a true desire. You can't fake sincerity. Trying to maintain an awareness of whether you're coming from an egoic perspective, I'm constantly doing that. In fact, Spirit has told me that. 
That's one of the things about me. I'm always asking if I'm coming from ego. That doesn't mean that I don't sometimes, but I, I'm pretty vigilant about trying to not to come from ego. And that doesn't mean that I don't make mistakes, you know, but we all do. You know, making mistakes is part of life. But I have been laser focused at times on my spiritual work. I have dedicated hours a day at times to doing very deep spiritual work. And I could somehow sort of share that with people because I would say that I was able to overcome whatever my karma was in about a 10 year period. Oh no, don't freak out and get go like, oh my God, 10 years. I have no idea how much karma you have or what it's for or whatever. And I'm a pretty vigilant person. And yeah, it took me 10 years of, of fairly concentrated effort and contemplation to work through what I had to work through. Now, it's possible that if I had started that work at this point in history, that it could occur much more rapidly because of the raising energies here on the planet, and there seems to be more of an imperative to clear karma. So what might have taken 10 years, 10 years ago, might only be, who knows, months. I, I don't know. It just could be a lot faster. But you see, now I am free. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not encumbered. I don't, you know, like karma now in hindsight feels like you're carrying a weight. It's like you have, you have a, a backpack and it's loaded down and it's heavy and you're carrying that with you all the time. And then so to suddenly feel that weight gone is completely remarkable. And again, Freedom comes with responsibility because you can abuse or misuse your freedom. I'm going to really try not to do that, and I think that's the whole point of it. And then the other final point is that I think that we have these experiences that so that at some point, maybe in the future, whether we're in the material realm incarnated or whether we're a spirit guide for somebody else, we truly know and understand this process and this experience so that we can be truly helpful to other beings, which is a very joyful kind of energy. This, this idea, this belief that you can help other people is one of the most inspiring things. And it can bring you great joy. So I needed to share that because I suspect that a lot of people, because of this time in history on Earth, are having very karmic experiences and they may not understand why. And they may not know what to do about it. They may be frustrated. They may be angry. They may be resentful that, you know, they don't deserve to experience what they're experiencing. And it may be karmic. And that clearing the karma is probably the best thing that you can do. It's also said that you have to clear your karma before you can get into dharma. And dharma is positive action. So that's another reason why you want to clear your karma. So I'm not 100% sure where, where this goes from here, uh, but I wanted to put that out there and share it with you because it's, it would go down as one of probably the biggest experiences I've had. And it, to me, it's still kind of sinking in. I, I just feel differently. 
I also now feel like there are a whole, there are a whole bunch of things that I was doing before that I don't need to do anymore, that I don't need to experience. And, and now I simply have to choose some other path, which is up to me. A path that would be extremely gratifying to me would be to help others in some way. And, you know, uh, maybe that's something I can manifest. Or maybe some philanthropist will come along and say, here, John, go spend three days producing episodes and things like that of stuff that you want to talk about. I don't know. But I want to make it very clear that I believe that those who are struggling with karma should make it a very high priority to focus on that karma and also look at your relationships. There's there's a lot of karmic interactions going on there as well. And there are ways of clearing those karmic bonds. And sometimes it involves letting people go when those bonds are clear, which can be very difficult and sad sometimes. But it is necessary because those are some of the reasons you incarnated, was to clear up those entanglements, which are actually limiting you. This is kind of rambling, and I hope it's useful or helpful to people. The most important message is that, yes, you can do it. And yes, it's not easy. It's Clearing karma is like one of the hardest things, actually, <laughs> I would think. Because it's not pleasant, but it's super important. So, bless you all. Thanks for your comments and everything else. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye.